Hey guys, this is Juan with the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Lighting that this episode is brought to you by San Marcos Mexican Restaurant, located right here in Oklahoma City at 2301 Southwest 59th Street. Don't forget to join them Monday through Friday for their lunch specials. And they also have $5 Margarita Wednesdays. It's the best type of medicine to get you over that hump day. $5 Margaritas frozen or on the rocks. And don't forget to let Abel know that the Cinnamon Movie Podcast sent you to get an additional 10% off your entire purchase. It's the only dine-in restaurant of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Halloween, moviegoers. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to Halloween 4, and welcome to the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Juan. I am joined with the cast, crew, the guys. Zach? Hey, what's up, guys? Edward? Hey, how's it going, folks? The 4K bad guy, Nick. How you doing? Doing good. How about y'all? Good, man. Good. We've had a had a good weekend. Zach, we'll start with you. How was your uh, How's your weekend? Oh, always doing the same thing: drinking same and thing. doing booze. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ed, same thing with you. Man, a little bit, a little bit. You know, carving pumpkins and stuff. Nice. It is that time. Uh, thank you for everybody who's joining us, watching us live here on Emaswa Productions on this beautiful uh sunday halloween eve um if you're listening to this audio version you're still going to listen to us on halloween so um thank you for everybody who's joining us uh episode 217 getting ready to talk some more michael myers before the uh, halloween season is over um been a long week though it's it uh, at least it technically it has been a uh, over a week since we've last recorded zach uh our last episode was the Bone Collector, um, yeah. so you guys can uh, check that out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Me and Zach talked Denzel uh, once again, and we talked our top five Angelina Jolie movies. Um, you guys can also find us on the social media pages: Facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Instagram is all one word: Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Twitter is at cinnamon405, and then the email, which is the easiest and fastest way to get a hold of us, is c-i-n-e-m-e-n-921 at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, like we said, The Bone Collector, um, even the last episode, Nick, me and you talked about, uh, we talked about the 20th anniversary of The Ring uh, a few uh, last week. You guys can find that and all of our episodes on... Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and now uh, the Prescribed Films Network, www.prescribedfilms.com, hashtag the PFPN. 
Not only can you find the Cinnamon Movie Podcast there, but you can also find Friday the 14th Podcast there. Um, what a week it has been. Uh, any, any, any big life news epic changing happening to anybody right now? Edward? Um, nah, man. I mean... We haven't talked to you in a while. It's It's been... Uh, Almost the, two the, weeks, the last, I think. Yeah, well, a little bit longer. The last movie we, t- we got to talk to you about was... Uh, signs, I think. Yeah, Signs yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. No, not Signs. Uh, Nightmare 3. Still three oh, weeks yeah, ago. That's right. yeah. yeah, Still three weeks ago. Still. <clears throat> no, nah, man, just... Uh, yeah, had a lot of things come up. and. Does and anyone believe... Can, any, can anyone believe it's almost... Like basically, depending on what time you li- what time you're listening to this, tomorrow the next day is November. We're we're literally only like almost a month, almost the end of year 2022. I still have a lot of movies to watch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about some of the new movies that we got to check out this weekend, um, coming up soon and recent watches. Um, but before we do, Zach, you uh you want to talk about your favorite movie theater? Yeah, our favorite, my ma- favorite movie theater, the. Sh- Cinema Movie Podcast, our only theater we go to, Rodeo Cinema, located at 2221 Exchange Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, is Oklahoma's unique non-for-profit art house movie theater. Um, They're showing all kinds of cool things right now. Don't forget, tonight, um, they're having a Halloween immersive expert screening at 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Just for the later of the week, they're showing Moon HD Dream, Don't Worry Darling, um, later in the month, they're showing uh, the Banshees of uh, Inisham, which is uh, probably going to be an Oscar contender later this year. And Thursday, November the 17th, don't forget, guys, American Psycho at 8 o'clock. So check them out. Rodeo Cinema, uh, located in the Stockyards of Oklahoma, and tell them what the Cinema Movie Podcast sent you. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to bring up in movie news. If anybody else wants to bring up something, they can. Um, the, but the biggest thing that hit uh, that we didn't get to really talk about last week, uh, Zach, was uh, James Gunn is in the executive vice president role to run DC the way Kevin Feige runs Marvel. Yes. And uh, Henry Cavill is back for Superman for yep. multi, you know, multiple films set to be released in the next five to six years. Yep. Huge news. What does anybody want to go first and what do you guys think about it? I think it's uh, huge. Honestly, great, great move. Um, if they if they can at least go and have one clear path and kind of because I mean that's essentially one of the better things I think that has gone on with Marvel is that it, it's it's a person being like, hey, you know, we we're on this. What do we need to go and like? What's the best stories we can tell? Hit me, you know, kind of thing. So I mean, if they can do like a storyboard pitch to you know one big guy i think that's you know and yeah that that's a great name to be in that position for that matter so well the funny thing is is like um one of my recent watches is black adam and i'll talk about it here in a little bit um went and saw that the friday it came out and then like the following week they announced that james gunn is like the basically going to be the like you said the kevin feige of dc i'm just like does any of this matter anymore does anything that they're going to put out have any stakes does it connect anything or are we just kind of now just kind of just finish out what we have and then we're just gonna do a reboot or just do a restart and just kind of see i guess obviously which is great because we have henry cavill back as 
Superman as a multi, in a multi-picture deal, um, which I actually just learned today that he's given up his he's role. Gonna, he's, he's not going to be in The Witcher anymore. Yeah, Liam Hemsworth is going to be yep. The Witcher now or whatever. So is he still alive? I, thi- <laughs> I think he. Um, I, I I think that Henry Cavill is ready to kind of take on the mantle of Superman, which I think all of us agree that he's is a good Superman, but I just don't think he was really given his fair shot. So true. Nick, do you have anything you want to add to uh, the Superman and uh, DC news? I think that's pretty great news. Uh, Give him another shot. Um, but then again, like the downside is that he had to drop Netflix. Um, Pretty sure he was going to fan base over there with the Witcher series. I haven't seen yeah. it, but um looks interesting though. I think it's just probably gonna be a, a matter of time. A few seasons down the line, I think it's gonna get canceled. Yeah, it's all because yeah. of Liam Hansworth. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. Um well, you guys know me. You guys know I'm a huge Christmas story fan, right? Yep. So exclusively on HBO Max in November, you're going to get a Christmas story Christmas. Uh, the original characters who played in the Christmas story is coming back for this sequel, uh, which is going to be an HBO Max exclusive. I'm super excited about it. Um, I don't know about you guys. You guys look thrilled to death, but uh, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm a huge Ralphie fan, huge Christmas story fan. Uh, so I thought I'd bring this news up today. Anybody else catch it? Anybody else excited? HBO Max for the past few years has done Christmas exclusives. I think last year they had the Neil Patrick Harris uh, 8-Bit Christmas. It was okay. It was a fun movie. It wasn't terrible, you know, but it wasn't the best. But um, what do you guys think? Are you kind of glad that they're adding more HBO Max exclusives? Or do you think it's just a matter of time until they revamp and change things too? I, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I saw like the little teaser trailer where it's like, you know, it's black and white. And then you see like the older Ralphie with his glasses and everything. I'm just like, I, I knew Johnny was going to have like a gigantic <laughs> spastic reaction to it. But I mean, I, it's going to, is it a requel? It takes place right after the original one or however many years from the original, right? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if they do bring actual everybody back that's alive. Add your mute. Are they going to do the pole scene again? Like, that's all that matters. <laughs> Hopefully. That's all that matters. Just, ah. I, I mean, I'm sure it'll get viewership. You know, like you said, everyone loves a Christmas story. So, I mean, I think it was only a matter of time. But, I mean, I don't know. It's probably another step in the HBO Max revamp, basically. And so, you know, I, I've noticed I was on there today, and there's a lot more like discovery uh, programming and HGTV and stuff like that. So they're they're really trying to uh, just converge the two into one into one big app or whatever. So and, and you know, this year in December we're, we're completely packed with 20th anniversaries and stuff. So we're not going to get to talk any Christmas movies, but I would like for us to review uh, the Santa Claus every episode of the new. Uh, the new Santa Claus Tim Allen series. And I think we could talk about it every week that it comes out just like we did with the uh, Marvel and Star Wars episodes. 
I don't know if anybody has any ideas to watch that that TV show on Disney Plus, but I think, you know, it's Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. I mean, you know, What's to me, gro- to me, growing up, Tim Allen was Santa Claus. Like, you know, he is he is the man. I'm glad to see him put uh, all that stuff back on. Um, I w- I wanted to bring up the box office news real quick, and then we can get on to the next segment. But uh, number six is Lyle 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 Crocodile. Uh, at 2.8 million for the weekend, Halloween Ends came in at number five with 3.8 million for the weekend. Uh, the fourth film is Smile, had four, five million dollars for the weekend. Pray for the Devil, seven million dollars for the weekend, came in at number three. Ticket to Paradise, ten million dollars. That's the new George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts movie. Which looks, I honestly think it looks looks pretty good. And then Black Adam is still at number one, twenty seven million dollars for the weekend. Um, yeah. Top Gun comes out Tuesday. Zach, are, are, is anybody grabbing it day one Tuesday? Probably. Yep. Nick, are you going to get that nice steelbook version? If I can find it, if it doesn't run off the shelves, Nick, you're going to. I know you only grab horror movies, but you, you got to add the biggest box office release of the year into your collection, right? Because. The person who stars in it, <laughs> no, Tom Cruise, no, uh, Miles you're, Teller. You're a big Miles Teller fan, yeah. I, was I am. Say. But uh, I'm gonna need to wait till like Friday or something. Like that. I hear you. Like, mine's a little, mine's a little short right now, unfortunately. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be a great Tuesday of new releases, and you know, check this out, man. Just three out of the six movies are are like they're all horror movies. Horror movies have been killing at the box office this year. And not only have they been like they haven't really been shitty movies, they've actually honestly been like pretty, pretty decent movies. But we're gonna get ready to talk about some stuff that we've watched in recent watches. Um, Nick, we'll start with you. Have you checked anything out recently that you want to recommend? Mm, recommend. What do I watch? I besides uh, number twenty three for the the podcast. Um. Am I going blank? <laughs> oh, I, I checked out VHS 99. I think that was this week, right? That's the latest installment of the VHS series. Um, I think it was, that was pretty pretty interesting. <clears throat> Where did you check out? Did you buy VHS 99 or is it still in theaters? Or is it no, another uh, one? No, it's uh, well, it just really came out. So it's actually currently streaming on uh, Shudder. Oh, nice. It's on Shudder? Yeah, it's Shudder exclusives. Hell yeah. Um, for me this week, it's been kind of a, a slow week uh, with work going out of town last week. My whole week kind of got shooken up, but I checked out the number 23, like you said, Nick, for Friday the 14th uh, a few days ago. Go check it out if you guys haven't honestly listened to it or uh, watched it. It's on the same YouTube channel, Friday the 14th UHD. We had a fun conversation about the number 23. Um I rewatched Halloween, Halloween four for the episode, and then I checked out Smile in theaters. I had enough time to, you know, we were able to go to the movies yesterday and uh, checked out Smile. And uh, honestly, I was kind of dreading the two hours. I'm not gonna lie, um, but after after I sat down and just watched it, I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, it was unique. It was smart. It was different, and. Uh, some of the, the jump scares they threw at you was really kind of special. So if I had to recommend anything other than Halloween, 
movies, obviously, this week. Uh, go check out Smile, still in theaters. Our theater was completely empty, though. There was nobody in the theater with us, but um, it was it was still pretty good. Pretty good watch. Um, Zach, what about you? What would you check out? Uh, yeah, I went and saw uh, Black Adam, like I said, when we were talking about DC News. It's fine. Wow. It's It's not... I was really like, I just had enough time. I had some extra time before I went and saw uh, David Spade at the Criterion and went and saw the movie. And it's fine. It's not as, I was really dreading it. I thought this was going to be awful. And there were some good moments. And obviously, everyone knows that the big post credit scene or spoiler or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, it, for some, like The Rock has been, or Dwayne Johnson's been like hyping this up for like the last like seven years. And, I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't think it was like much to be bragging about. So my opinion, uh, checked out the Magnificent Seven, which we're going to be talking about next week. Next week, uh, remember the Titans and uh, Hocus Pocus two. Oh my god, what'd you what'd you think of Hocus Pocus two? Well, considering that I don't have any nostalgia from the original film, you I liked was it. Just like, no, I didn't like it. I was just like, okay, people people were like losing their minds about this movie, and I'm just like. I mean, the it's, first like fifteen or twenty minutes is pretty I, good. I, I agree with you guys. After the Wal- it up to the Walgreens scene, and after that, it, it's it's not very good. There's a couple of good elements, but it it it, it, it hates itself basically. <laughs> yeah, it's you know for Disney to have all this money and just throwing at different projects, they really well, could have spent. A, they could have spent another sequel. They could have spent some more money on the script. Definitely. <laughs> pretty bad and uh the last thing is uh the marvel that marvel special werewolf at night that is like a little halloween thing that they did um pretty good it's something different we never really seen marvel do kind of a horror thing horror theme to it um but other than, after than that other than that <clears throat> dr I, strange 2 well true <laughs> But other than that, I canceled my Disney Plus. So no, I will not be watching the Santa Clauses. Oh my! He canceled the subscription. I'm just done, mm. dude. I'm just done with Disney Plus. I just yeah. watch. They're gonna they're gonna come out and say Wakanda <laughs> Forever is gonna be a Disney Plus exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my login, Zach. So um, yeah, um, just check out Magnificent ha- Seven for next week. <laughs> he said, "Don't even go check out Black Adam." How many stars would you give Black Adam, honestly? Uh, I'll give it a six. And unless it was for the podcast, do you have the desire to rewatch it again? Nope. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll today. So, <laughs> what uh, what did you check out? You check anything fun out? Uh, Beast. Um, on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, did you like it? It was decent. Um, it's not like. Hardcore, like, yeah, you know. Um, Storyline is a little predictable, especially the end of it. Um, But, I mean, yeah, you know, Idris Elba kicks ass. Um, Apart from that, really, just, yeah. How many stars Uh, would you give Beast? Seven. Seven? It's a good good film. Um, Just not, like, got to, you know. I'd definitely say go see it. Uh, Halloween ends. Um, the oh yeah, we talked about we 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 didn't yeah. did yeah we we didn't really get to 
ask you your on. opinion for Halloween ends, but uh, if you had to give it a star rating, let everybody know how many stars would you give. I already did though, seven. Oh, oh yeah, you did right. give it yeah. a seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, yeah, he I emailed the last bit of that, and, well, the podcast for that matter. <clears throat> um, nice. So, what would you recommend to people right now? They're both on Peacock. Would you recommend Halloween Ends first or Beast? Halloween Ends over Beast, for that matter. Oh, um, shit. It's not the best uh, ending, because, I'm sorry, he's going to be back. I don't know if it'll be 10, 15 years, or two years. Or five years. But, I mean, yeah, you know, but he'll be back eventually. Um, you know, uh I thought part of it was great. I thought part of it was kind of like, eh. Uh, they could have done a lot more. Hey! Could have done a lot more. So, uh, yeah. Simple as that. Nice. Craig, what about you? You uh, recommend, or did you get to watch anything lately? What have you been watching? Popping in. <clears throat> uh, first off, can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Loud okay, and clear. See. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, uh, I checked out um, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, finished that up last week. Um, I, I think it's a, a tremendous opening series for the show. Uh, and I I'm, I'm, don't really want to wait the year, year and a half that it's going to take for season two. But So season one is completely over and you can binge it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I don't think season two is even coming out till 2024. It says oh. 2024, but they are pushing for 23, I think. Late 23. Oof. Nice. Other than that, man, you just uh, you munching on some yeah. Halloween candy? Just, yeah. Just did you get a lot? I didn't. We're going to go. Uh, to, it's tomorrow night. We did a little oh, trunk okay. or treat at our school. Ed got candy already. He ain't sharing. Greedy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And see, Nick got some too. Damn. I mean, I can't. I can't. I've been snacking. I can't lie. But it wasn't from Halloween. You know who was snacking today? Them boys were snacking today. Yes, uh, they were. Yep. That's what we're talking about. Um, but other than that, guys, yeah, that's everybody's rec- recent watches, recommendations. Um, like I said, if you want to follow any of uh, the other stuff, the social media pages, uh, just go back to the beginning of the episode, and I'll talk about them a little bit later on. Um, but this episode is also brought to you by CDR Electronics. Uh, CDR gives you the best value for electronics, movies, games, cell phones, all kinds of products, and more. Check them out locally here at 1604 West I-240 Service Road in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And don't forget to let them know that the Cinnamon Movie Podcast sent you to get all your electrics. Um, but Zach, you want to talk about the year 1988, is that right? Give us uh, the top box office uh, movies from 1988. Absolutely. So for our segment, obviously the year 1988, the year of Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Uh, number 10, Beetlejuice, rounded Ooh. up the top 10. Number 9, Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Number 8, Moonstruck with uh, Cher and Nicolas Cage. Number, number 7, Die Hard. Number six, Three Men which, and a Baby. Which is Zach's favorite Christmas movie, by the way. Yep. Yep. What, Three Men and a Baby? Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Crocodile Dundee 2. Number four, Big. Number three, Good Morning Vietnam. Number two, Coming to America. And the number one movie of 1988, 
who framed who framed Roger Rabbit. And Halloween four ended up in at number one at sixty one. Not so. this coming to America though, right? No, not that coming to America. <laughs> I never even, I didn't even see that. So. You didn't see it? You haven't seen the no. second one? I have not seen the second one. It's it's not complete dog shit, but it's shit, you know? Mm. It kinda makes you, you bought it. Hey, hey, you know? Um that's things happen, you know. Is it on Amazon Prime? So. It is on it is on Amazon Prime, but uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised they released um an Amazon Prime only exclusive or an Amazon exclusive home video. Which is kinda honestly uh a little weird, I guess. I don't know. Um but Nick, uh you know, this Wednesday coming up, uh November the second like I said on this past episode, you know, we're taking a little bit of you, and we're taking a little bit of me, and we're kind of just coming together and having a little prelude, if you will. And we're going to have a top five segment on Friday the 14th podcast this week. Uh, we're going to talk our top five Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Uh, Nick, have you started watching any? Because I haven't. I, I was going to yeah, try to watch Scalp- it. trying to force things on me. I didn't agree to it, by the way. No, <laughs> no um, I was one of my uh, recent watches also. I forgot. TCM 2. 2? Two? Oh, okay. Two, was that, was that your first time you've seen it? That was my first time seeing it. I was going to say, we'll talk about it, but we'll save it for Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, anybody who wants to check out a, a fun episode this Wednesday, November 2nd, we're finally talking the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Friday the 14th podcast. Um, but other than that, Ed... You love soda. We know you love chugging down some fucking soda. So why don't you go ahead and talk about our next sponsor, which is OKC Soda Company. The uh, best entrance right there, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, OKC Soda is the uh, craft soda company of Oklahoma. Super unique flavors up there on the screen. You've got cherry limeade, orange cream soda, root beer. They've also got strawberry shortcake, blueberry acai. They are made with pure cane sugar. Now, you can find them at local crests and what, homelands and all kinds of good stuff like that, for that matter. Uh, West Memorial Road, that's where you can find them. Correct on that, Johnny, or one? Uh, no, they do, they're, they're no longer at West Memorial Road. You can just get their stuff at Crest, Pruitt oh, Foods, okay. and, uh, yeah, local... Uh, Local grocers and co- yeah, Crest, Pruitt Foods, and Homeland stores. None of that processed crap in there, man. So go ahead and get you a six pack from Crest or wherever you like to go. Simple as that. Nice. But now, Zach, you have some truth facts about uh, Halloween Four. Truth. <clears throat> so uh, number four, uh, Danielle Harris, uh, who plays Jamie in the movie, sold the clown costume to a fan. Oh. Dwight H. Little did extensive research on the history of Halloween and many of its um, harvest images. And many of its har- harvest images were put in the creepy opening sequence. Alan B. McElroy wrote the script in 11 days and beat the writer's strike by uh, mere hours. And the drug and the drugstore set that was reci- the drugstore set was recycled and used again in the Sandlot and the and the Stand. Interesting. And those are your things you did not know about Halloween 4. Nice. Possibly. Possibly. Hopefully you didn't know them. 
Um, but coming up next, guys, we're talking about top five, and we're talking our top five Halloween franchise characters that's not Michael Myers. So from any of the movies, you can you can chime them in there. As long as it's not Michael Myers, let's hear your top five. All right, I have some honorable mentions. I only have two, so I'm going to go through them real quick. Um, Tommy Doyle, but the one played by Paul Rudd in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Um, and then this is kind of cheating, but even though I said we can't, I, I didn't say anything about Laurie Strode, my official honorable mention is going to be Carrie Tate, Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween H2O. Her, uh, her hidden name before she found, everybody found out she was Laurie Strode. So those are my two honorable mentions. Anybody else have any honorable mentions? No. Honorable Number... mentions, Michael Myers, the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to do that? Number five. Uh... Five. Edward, we'll start with you. What's your number five? Oh, man. Why me? Jamie Lloyd. Um... When I was younger, I always thought it was kind of cool that, you know, the the survivor girl is a kid, basically. I know that a lot of things, you know, different stuff ha helped her and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I, I, I've always liked that character. Nice. Uh, number five for me is going to be John uh, from Halloween H2O, played by Josh Hartnett, the son of... Uh, Laurie Strode in that movie. Um, fun character. It's He's kind of the one who tries to keep his mom level-headed. And, uh, you know, I think uh, to this day, I still think that was a, a, a kind of cool Halloween film. So he was one of my favorite characters in that movie. So I got to put him in my top five here. So number five for me is uh, John from H2O, played by Josh Hartnett. Nick, number five for you. Mm. Number five, I'm gonna go with um, Paul Rudd as Tommy Doyle. Paul Rudd, Tommy Doyle, Zach. Number five for you. Uh, number five is uh, Frank Hawkins from Halloween, the new Halloween trilogy, played by Will Patton. Um, they kind of make him a legacy character in a way, especially how they do it in Halloween Ends. Um, and I think it's he was a good uh, balance for Jamie Lee's Jamie Lee's character and a or Laurie's character in a, this new franchise trilogy. So uh, Frank Hawkins, nice. Craig, number five for you. Uh, number five for me is going to be uh, Sam Donald Pleasance, who plays uh, Samuel Loomis. Yes, um, just kind of the guy who. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like he's always the one that antagonates and kind of gets Michael going. So, number five. Four. Uh, number four, Edward. Uh, 
Therefore, I'm gonna go ahead go ahead and have to go with honestly Paul Rudd Tommy Paul, Paul Rudd's Tommy Doyle as well. Uh, awesome. I don't know, it, it's funny, I never knew that was Paul Rudd when I was a kid and yeah. Ant Man. <laughs> Number four for me is going to be Allison. Uh, but in this particular movie only, Halloween Ends. Um, I think she stepped up and she was the best part about Halloween Ends for me. And uh, her character just evolves in each film, but she gets a lot of screen time. And to me, she is uh, literally knocking out of the park in Halloween Ends. So number four for me is Allison. Nick, number four for you? Number four, I'm going to go with Jamie Lloyd, Daniel Harris. Zach, four for you? Um, that's my number four, too, so we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Craig, number four for you? Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, Tommy Doyle, and oh, uh, Halloween nice. Kills. That's a good number four. Three. Number three. Edward, your third favorite Halloween character. Man, uh, I'm going to go with Linda from the original. Um, carefree attitude and all that good stuff. Uh, PJ Souls, I think, done great as that. So, yeah. Totally. <laughs> number uh, number three for me is going to be from the same movie, Edward, but it's going to be Annie, played by Nancy Keys. She plays the best friend to Laurie Strode, um, the one who picks her up. They drive in the car together. You know, they, they share a lot of screen time together, but uh, her kill was also a little... A little harsh, you know. She thought she was gonna go get some. She thought she was gonna go get some of that pecker. Mm. She ended up getting something different. Look, she was listening to uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper," Blue yeah. Oyster Cult. So well, like, she feared something else. Out. Yeah, they took her out though. But yeah, that's number three for me. Annie from the original Halloween, played by Nancy Keys. Uh, <laughs> Nick, number three for you. Might hate me for this. Everyone might hate me for it, but um. I'm going to go with Corey Cunningham. <laughs> okay. I like it. Throwing, I a little it. Bit of, throwing a little bit of salt on the pancake there. No, he had a lot of good possibilities. Man, they... We're going to talk about that franchise yeah. and Halloween as well. So, the good number good number three for you, Nick. Uh, Zach, number three for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain is just completely fried right now. When he said Corey, I was like, who the fuck is that? But... <laughs> It was it was it was in the last movie. I think everybody watching Halloween Kill ends was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Um, uh, number three is Doctor Loomis, a character that pretty much is the. If it wasn't, if it's not Laurie, it's definitely Doctor Loomis of trying to stop Michael, um, and the shape and all the evil that he, basically represents. So I think Donald Pleasance. I don't know. I mean, you guys can tell me. I don't know if he's past Halloween 4 or not, but, I mean, I know he was uh, – Michael he's McDowell also, played him in the Rob Zombie version. So He's also in Halloween 5 and 6. Okay. Yeah. So uh, an interesting character. I think his character kind of wanes a little bit as it goes, but overall I think it's a good uh, yin and yang to uh, Michael and Dr. Loomis. So, Craig, number three for you. Uh, number three for me is going to be Will Patton. Who plays uh, Officer Hawkins? Will Patton's good. I like two. That. Number two, Edward. 
Uh, number two for me, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis herself, uh, Laurie Strode, you know, the perfect, I mean, honestly, the perfect uh, hero or heroine of the uh, Heroine? Franchise. Yeah. Heroine. <laughs> heroin. Edward trying to get down someone some heroin. <laughs> as, 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 as most Broncos fans are today, you know? It's okay. Oof. We got Victor, a W. Mr. Greasy. Over, over, over in, uh, across the pond. Look, yeah. man. He might. That just might be uh, Denver's. Uh, they might just have to relocate to fucking. Yeah, they might just have to relocate to fucking <laughs> Look, London. Maybe, maybe the air and the humidity was better. Okay, yeah. you know. It's all that stretching Russell got done on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, honestly, if if she's not in your top five, I I don't know what movies you're watching. So, yeah. Oh, we'll we'll talk about it. All right. Uh, number two for me. Oh, we're on, yeah, we're on to number two for me is going to be a tie. Um, it's going to be Danielle Harris as Jamie Lloyd in Halloween Four. Though I'm not counting Halloween Five. And then the other one is going to be Danielle Harris playing Annie from Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um. <laughs> I, I didn't want to completely throw too much shade or shit on Hollow, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. There is some stuff that I did enjoy about those, and it is going to be Daniel Harris playing Annie. Um, and I think Daniel Harris is just as... Throw all the flack at me you want, but I think Daniel Harris is just as important to the Halloween franchise just as much as Jamie Lee Curtis is. So... Um, I would have liked for them to use her in some way in this new trilogy because I think she is just as a big as legacy actress in this franchise just as Jamie Lee Curtis, but they didn't. Um, but Daniel Harris as uh, Jamie Lloyd and Annie in the Rob Zombie movies. So, and then on Halloween 4. That's my number two. Nick, number two for you? Number two. I'm going to go with uh, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis. Nice. Uh... Zach, um, number two for me is probably um, out of all the newest characters that they brought into the Halloween series is uh, probably one of my probably the favorite one is uh, Allison played by Andy Medichek. Um She's definitely probably the best thing about her. Is she's definitely an outsider to all the horror and trauma that uh, Laurie had to deal with in the last 40 years. And as each film kind of goes on, she kind of, um, believes and gets involved and really tries to fight for what she believes in. And by the end of the fr- by the end of the trilogy, I think she, you know, we talked about uh, when we did Halloween ends, but I think she made the right decision for her her life. So, Craig, uh, number two for me is going to be Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Just all across. One. Edward. Number one old Mr. D. Pleasance. Old Samuel Loomis himself. You know, I mean, you can't have the, the patient without the doctor. Can't be shot six times to get up without, you know, someone firing that gun. So, yeah, man. Donald Pleasance. Uh, honestly, I thought he made the franchise a heck of a lot better. And, I mean, the new doctor I get, you know, trying to be that same kind of deal but instead of like instead of instigating literally 
they should have made it at a, a a better kind of aspect with him and you know maybe michael killed him because he's not samuel loomis like samuel loomis was the only one that was like safe i don't know but yeah donald pleasance number one for me is going to be uh the same dr loomis uh, but played by Donald Pleasance. Uh, you know, Halloween 1, 2, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, and then, you know, I love the little uh, mentioning of him in Halloween H2O. Um, he didn't get a proper send-off as an actor, but I think Halloween H2O and Steve Miner directing that movie, I think they gave him the best try, uh, send-off that they could possibly try to give him. Um, just the camera angles of showing Dr. Loomis and... Michael coming back to killing the original nurse that was with uh, Donald Pleasance in the original Halloween. So Donald Pleasance to me means more to Halloween. And I know this probably more flying, bring it on than Jamie Lee Curtis does um, just because of, you know, she did one and two. She became famous. She went and did some other stuff. Yeah. She came back for H2O, but you know, he was still sitting there signing up for all these Halloween movies, just making sure that they were trying to be the best they could possibly be. Not only as an actor, but just that character in general. If you have four, five, and six without Donald Pleasance, what kind of Halloween movies are these going to be? You know, what is going to motivate Michael? Who's going to try to give all these informations to the, the cops or the sheriffs or just to try to stop him? So I think somebody said yin and yang earlier. I think this is a, the perfect, uh, you know, Mr. Frankenstein to the monster. So this is kind of what I'm going off of my list. So. Number one for me is Dr. Loomis. Uh, Nick, number one for you. I'm number one for me. It's going to be uh, Dr. Loomis. Um, I just love how savage this guy was. And often he would be yelling at, even yelling at um, Jamie Lloyd and all that. <laughs> Shot him six times. <laughs> just the, <laughs> the intensity. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. He's a great character. Zach, number uh, one for you. Uh, number one for me is uh, might be cliche, but it's Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, pretty much the if you don't have Michael, I mean, if you exclude Michael out of the conversation. Laurie is basically the the glue that started this whole franchise. And I know she's not in four, she's not in five and six. I don't think H two O and then this new trilogy. Um, but I think. Jamie Lee, I mean, she, I, I'm glad Jamie Lee Curtis has pretty much owned this character and she did come back for the this new trilogy and I think she, there's a special place in her heart for this character because I mean if it wasn't for this character she probably wouldn't have got as big as a of a career that she has so yeah Craig finish us off number one for you uh, I didn't know we were excluding Michael it's okay if he's your number one, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and end it with Michael. <laughs> it is Michael. Right, so. What would probably can't, be? Let's let's, let's, let's have Halloween without Michael Myers. Let's let's the do shape. it this way then. What the shape? What what version of Michael would probably be one of your favorites? You know, maybe by looking at the mask or just you know, would it be the original or did you like the way Michael moved in in the new one or in kills or ends or? Um, it'd probably be kills just because of how. He was brutal in that he one. He was. Yeah. Uh, but I did like the the mask shape and the the just the get up. I like to get up in four. 
It was a, it was a pretty good get up. We are about to get into it, but don't forget the top five is always brought to you by Red and Blue's Pizza. Check them out locally here at 4500 South May Avenue in Oklahoma City. Open seven days a week. Best pizza on this side of town for your dollar. If you're not into pizza, they have all kinds of other things. Pockets, calzones, sandwiches, burgers. They have the new cheeseburger pizza. They also have cinnamon sticks, salads, um, and gyros. So give them a call, 405-602-2838. Let them know that the Cinnamon Movie Podcast sent you and uh, get you a uh, get you a nice big old hot pie before you uh, go trick-or-treating tomorrow. So, but guys, let's dig into the movie. It's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Um, currently, right now on IMDb, it has a standing of 5.8. 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. The meta score is 34%, while Edward and the Google users like it at 88%, um, with a budget of $5 million. It grossed a little over $17 million at the box office, with the release date of October 21st, 1988. Uh, Halloween 4 stars Donald Pleasance. Ellie Cornell, Daniel Harris, George P. Wilbur, um, Sasha Jensen, Kathleen Kinmont, directed by Dwight H. Little. Um, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, 10 years after his original massacre, the invalid Michael Myers awakens on Halloween Eve and returns to Haddonfield to kill his seven-year-old niece, can Dr. Loomis stop him? Dun, dun, dun. Um, usually we talk about the director, but I honestly don't think he's had too much of a career Career other than some small daytime TV movies. He did direct the Sleepy Hollow TV show, some episodes of Arrow. So it looks like probably... Oh, he did, he did direct the uh, Edwards' favorite movie, um, the 2010 version of live-action Tekken. Um. So yeah, he's 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 done uh, just some TV sh shows and TV series. Um. It, he he directed Free Willy too. Okay. Oh God! By God. Um. Phantom of the Opera from 1989. He oh, directed some. He directed. Some... He directed Anacondas too. The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Hey. Um, so it looks like his really big movie success. I don't know. You can call it. I think you can call it success. But his only big movie was Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers. Um, don't, don't sleep on Free Willy too. Look. <laughs> so guys, let's talk Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers. Um, hence called Halloween Four, The Return, uh, because Halloween Three was Season of the Witch. We talked about Halloween Three, Season of the Witch, two oh. years ago. Um. So, the franchise needed Michael back. First time view versus now. Nick, you have a Halloween blanket behind you. We're talking to you first, sir. How dare uh, you? That's part six of it. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you remember the first time you've seen Halloween 4? What was it like? Uh, I and, can't recall. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what was it like the last time you, you got to watch it? Do you, is it something you enjoy or is it like a guilty pleasure kind of thing? Yeah, if it's an, a guilty pleasure, nostalgic, I mean, I think 4 might have been the first Halloween movie I saw of the franchise. 
and uh, probably the one I've seen the most. Even though I do prefer the original, probably the the most. But for yeah, it's got to be a guilty pleasure. Uh, but, Zach, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, uh, had some cool moments in this movie that uh, stuck throughout the years. Zach, we'll we'll start with you. Was this the first time watch for you? It was. It was the first time watch for me. I don't know why, Johnny. You continue continuously, continuously try to drag me into these horror sequels. Um, but overall, honestly, it wasn't. It really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, there are some good moments in this film. I think definitely the franchise, even though they really want to do like an American horror story type thing with season of the witch and do like a different anthology thing with each film. I'm glad they went back to Michael Myers and it does some, it does some interesting things with it. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, the first time that I watched this was, uh, and it was years, years ago. Um, but it, it, I, I had the same issue. Like, you know, when I was a younger person, you know, Halloween three was kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Um, but Halloween four was always like a, Oh, here we go. It's back to Michael Myers. So it kind of gave me that reamped energy to watch Halloween films again. Um, but on this last rewatch, honestly, I, I kind of was left twiddling my thumbs and kind of like, did this really need to happen? You know, you watch things differently, especially now that the new trilogy is over. So we'll, we'll get into it now. Um, Craig, what about you? Did you, is this a first time full watch for you or? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, if if I've seen it before, I don't remember. Um, none of the parts really stuck out at me, so I I, I do think it was a first time watch. It was, um, yeah, it was all right. It's not like uh, I didn't hate watching it. I didn't, you know, there wasn't like parts where I was like, "Man, I really want to buy this movie." So it, it was it was a good movie. It was fine. Ed, first time versus now, you remember? First time had to be around the age 12, 13. Um, I don't remember yeah. the entire movie, but I know it was, I know I've watched it like that a few times. Ed's informed, informative years, yeah, 12, 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the development years. Um, as far as this time, you know, um, just really just watching it again, I kind of brought up. You know, just past things that, you know, you, you kind of start to notice, you know, uh, parallels of past characters for that matter. But, yeah. Uh, so let's dig into it then. Um, you know, with the opening Halloween 4, this one really is about getting into explaining where is Jamie Lee Curtis explaining how Michael came back, explaining how Dr. Loomis is alive and survived. Because let's remember, this is the first time you see these two characters since 1981, Halloween 2, I believe. So eight years. It's been eight years since you've seen these two characters on screen. So I think they did a pretty good job of explaining the how, why, where Jamie is, or where Laurie Strode is. Um so it, you know, it's only like an hour and a half too. So it doesn't like to me overly bore you to death. Um, but yeah, at the end of Halloween two, 
because I'm not going to ask everybody to go back and listen to Halloween 2's episode like three years ago, four years ago. Uh, at the end of Halloween 2, the, the, the hospital kind of burns down a certain part of the hospital. Michael Myers was supposed to burn alive, and so did Donald Pleasance. Um, but they get reintroduced in this movie. What did you guys think of the opening clip? Um, you know, transferring Michael from one hospital to another, and then boom. It's like it's like Gremlins. The rain hits him and he's alive. You know, he starts fucking moving and shit. <laughs> Um, that that's this franchise's biggest problem is that when are they ever going to learn not to transfer patients between different psychiatric hospitals? That's their biggest problem. And like the biggest thing is like Michael's literally wrapped up like a mummy, and then he, he overhears that he has a a a niece, and then all of a sudden he just wakes up like, oh, I'm back. So He's like, probably okay. thinking about all that. Uh... All them child taxes he might have been able to collect if he was a decent uncle, maybe, you know, because something happened to Jamie. And he's like, damn, if I was alive and if I was normal, you imagine all that tax credit money I could be getting. But what I mean, that is that is the ongoing joke, though. Every time they transfer Michael, something happens um, and it, it's conti- it's a continuous thing. But um, Zach, does it even say or maybe Nick, can anybody remember really why? They moved him from point A to point B. I think it was just a, like a more secure hospital or something like that. Something stupid. He was wrapped up like he was still burnt from eight years previous. Exactly. Who's got to start somewhere? <laughs> so he was in a coma the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember hearing why they were transferring him. Oh. It's a plot convenience. It's like, oh, okay, let's move him so we can escape. Yeah, it's not, it's not mentioned at all. Uh, but I mean, we think about it, like, because Loomis and and Michael were burning at a at hospital. So why is why is Michael only the only one being transferred, and then somehow Loomis is somewhere else? And why is Loomis? <laughs> why is if he was like, yeah, because like in Halloween too, he gets burnt up right in the hospital. Yeah. Why is he only like one, like he's two face, like one half of his face is all burnt <laughs> off, but the other of it's fine. And it's like, what, what is going on? So what happened is that he, uh, it's like in the, the scene in Halloween, Halloween kills beginning or Michael's like hiding in some little area. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Such a <stupid> <laughs> but, you know. The eighties were a wild time. <laughs> Sure. So, so you get the return. Um, what does everybody think of the Michael Jamie storyline in this one? Because, I mean, in the second one, you know, it's fine. You find out that he is the sister to Laurie Strode. So, so, so that story completely dies at the end of the movie because the movie's over. Um, but they pick it right back up in this one. Michael, oh, he's got a niece. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was killed in a car accident. Uh, Lori is or Jamie is now, uh, you know, uh, Jamie Lloyd. Jamie, yeah, Jamie Lloyd is in danger. She's in a foster care. Um, what do you guys think of the storyline here? Honestly, I used to like. I mean, it's not that I don't like it, but I used to like that. You know, um, that they did it that way, and the whole oh, what cult of thorns or whatever. And that's, and not intro- then... that's not introduced until six. But it's planted in part five. It's planted in five, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, throughout this, I guess, old, you know, storylines, 
I like those two things, you know, that it introduced why he could still rise from the dead and, you know, his, his motivation, basically. So, I mean, I like that part, but, yeah. Well, that's not in this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, part of it is to go ahead and, like, oh, well, I've got to kill all my family members, apparently. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. He, he, he didn't want to support or feed anybody at fucking Thanksgiving dinner. That's, that's what that was. That's what that's about. Um, Nick, Nick, what about you, man? We'll, we'll ask you. You're a big Halloween fan. Like, Did you enjoy the, the Jamie Lloyd and the Michael story starting off here? Um, I like the idea. I mean, not a, now he's attacking a, a child. I mean, he's related to the child, but there's the, the thing that he only attacks. He's only attacked babysitters. So to attack a child... I guess it was really just to bring out more fear to the kids watching. <laughs> so you're no, no one's, no one's safe. No one is safe. Craig, interesting uh, part of the story. What did you think of uh, Michael and Jamie Lloyd here? Did anybody dislike the kid, Daniel I, Harris, in the movie? Craig, we'll start with you. I didn't dislike her. Um, it just felt very pushed. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It just felt I mean, like it was a cat and mouse game, and they were trying to keep like her. The, you know, they're just keeping her away from Michael. But it was just like, I don't. I don't. It just felt weird. They kept transferring her. Yeah. Now the only thing I've got to say that I hated about or didn't like about her character, you know, got bullied just because she's a niece of somebody. You got. You know, all her daughter and all that. And then, yeah, the whole thing about got to move her, got to move her, got to move her, got to move her. It's like, bro, what, just what, what, do you, her. what do you mean moving her? Like, they, they were just like, oh, she's not safe here. Oh, we got to go here. Oh, she's not. Safe. And then, like, just take her to a fucking police station. Man up. Wait for get, all the, get all the get bum, <laughs> the country bumpkins <laughs> at know. the bar. <laughs> fucking evil dies tonight in episode <laughs> four. <laughs> that was, that, I, I had no idea that that, that was it in this movie that made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> you know, just take her to the bar. They did say that too, didn't they? <laughs> what do you want that say? Uh, you know, just let her play some pool. I'm sure they got some virgin drinks that she could, you know, sip on. Maybe add a little bit, just kind of let her chill out. Sangria, you know. Yeah. One yeah, of the well, things that kind of upset me in this, and I just noticed it today. Was like if she was related to Michael Myers and people knew about it, Lori Strode died, she had no relatives to live with. Why uh why not move her? Why move her, like move, 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 her at, move her at Haddonfield? Move her out of Haddonfield. Out of Illinois. <laughs> because if we you don't have we Michael, have a fourth film. If you don't find Michael in four hours, I will. He's like he's already gonna be there. No matter where you move her, Michael's gonna hitch a ride or steal a fucking hoopty from a gas station in the middle of nowhere and turn into a Michael Bay movie with an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? He's hitching around with that old guy in the the truck. Do is driving. You're hunting, all right? <laughs> makes you wonder. Just... <laughs> makes you wonder who Michael rode with. Got insurance, right? What do you mean? 
Like, how did Michael get to Haddonfield? He drove that truck. Oh, he did drive that truck. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he rode with himself. But I wonder how come he kept the fucking he kept the little um, bandages on all the way up until he found that mask. I was gonna ask, do you think that would have been a cooler idea that he just like he'd ever got the mask? Like but he, he instead he just has like the bandages all over his face. I mean, not only that, but then you've got the mask of a serial killer just chilling at a freaking local hardware shop or mask what? or costume shop or whatever. It was, a, it was it was it was a pharmacy. Take, why would they not take those off the, like off the shelves after a mask chilling everywhere? <laughs> We've been waiting for you. <laughs> somebody somebody collects. It's all good. Somebody's I mean weird. I'm glad you brought that up, Ed, because or who, who did bring it up about the the mask of a serial killer just being at a drugstore? I was me. I was almost thinking the same thing, but then I'm like, it probably you know even though people dislike it, like it would probably would have been like a huge money maker. Like you you think about the screen movies, those were still sold on every drugstore whenever the serial killer killing started happening there. So but I don't know. I, I, it, it's probably like a, a token of like. He don't have the mask. Like he's gone. What did you guys think of the mask on this movie? I'm going to show it right quick. In the uh, in in the in uh, the okay so side by side. It's the Mariah Carey. No, no. Like, <laughs> this right here, honestly, this right here looks good. The, the poster mask looks good. In the film the, the, looks the, like awful. hell. Well, the middle poster is the mask they used from the from the original movie for the Halloween mm -hmm. Four poster. Yeah. But right here, right here on the left, down in the bottom left, that is a. Point to it, Craig. This one right here. Where where are we at? This one. Oh, wait, right there you go. Right there. there. Right, right there here. Go. Right here in the bottom left. That is the Halloween Thank Four you, mask. Mm. Which the I know. The movie. The the one like like you said the one in the poster looks really good, but the one in the movie is terrible. It looks like and, uh, so. It yeah. looks like a suburban dad. <laughs> it looks like a teenager whose head hasn't like truly grown up. Basically, I'd, that's I'd like say six the, foot is wearing it. The, they've got a head that's like they've got they've got the mask fit for like Thor Bjornsson or something like that. The his, like, Michael's mannerisms and his build was good in this movie, but yeah, the I shoulder pads. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he, he looked he looked like he was about to, you know he could fuck some of them up. But Weidman shoulder pads on their wide receiver, forty two hey. razor, <laughs> spider two wide banana. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the bring out the mask and how just conveniently there at the pharmacy store. But um, in part two, when uh, Ben Tramer, the guy who's dressed up as Mike Myers, and gets hit by the car and. Goes sets and gets on fire. Yeah, he <laughs> he also he, he has a mask on too, but uh, his had like a blondish yellow hair. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Maybe they just some it's the style. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I mean, and I know, think William Shatner ass. You can find them everywhere. I think for some, I think it might have been licensing or something. I think that's why they had to change up the mask. Honestly, for part four and five, on why they look completely different from part one. I don't know. Make some, some merch, toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Disney effect. One of you, one of you guys said that you liked the way his mannerism was in this movie. I'm like, I'm kind of complete opposite. He was like so stiff and so slow that it was almost too comedical. Especially in, 
especially in like the scene where Sasha uh, Brady or Sasha Jensen, the actor, but Brady, the character was getting the shotgun ready to try to shoot him. And Michael is literally taking just a step at a time. Just super, super slow. Yeah, that's that's 80s horror. <laughs> no matter like, how far or fast oh. you run, they're going to catch you. It's kind of like that new trend, you know, trying to like, see if He's a burn victim. Door. You ever had a sunburn and you didn't want to move when you're <laughs> Like, I get it, dude. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, that that, that, that seems hilarious. It hurts. Uh, and they go upstairs and they're just like having throw shit all in the to block off Michael and Michael's just kind of slowly moving moving the shit away to get up there. <laughs> what do you guys think of the some of the side characters? We'll mention uh, you have Rachel in this movie. She's the sister to uh, little orphan uh, Danielle Harris, little or- little orphan Jamie. Um, then you, we obviously talked about Jamie Lloyd. Uh, you have uh, Sheriff Meeker. Who is uh, the sheriff? The new sheriff since uh, Bracket retired. You have Brady, who is the boy in the movie, who is uh, Rachel's uh, Rachel's pushy, flavor, pushy, pushy boyfriend. Yeah. Flavor. What? Uh, Kelly, Kate, played by Kathleen Kenmont, who is the sheriff's daughter. Mm. Awkward silence. Woo. <laughs> 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 um. Listen so here, so. Boy. So what would you guys think? It wasn't too much of a, a big cast, but they knew exactly what they wanted to do with, you know, the main female star, the sister, you know. Do uh, you think there was too many? Do you think maybe they should have had somebody older be the, the survivor with Jamie? Or do you, did you guys like with him attacking the seven-year-old Jamie Lloyd? I thought that as, was as far as fine. side characters. I mean... I thought, <clears throat> I thought Jamie and... Um... The older sister, what did you say her name was? Rachel. Ellie. Rachel. Played by Ellie, yeah. I think out of all the new characters, they were probably the best because all the other ones are just kind of <laughs> 80s cliches, 80s acting. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, God, yeah. Just, just kill them off so we can just get this movie over with, basically. What do you think of uh, the character Wade? I mean, he's not a big role, but he's in that. They go tell him to ask out that girl. And they're just like, fuck off, Wade. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you had to, you, you got to try to shoot your shot. Um, the the you know we're just kind of talking about side characters and Brady fucking when the girl's making the coffee, she's like, "Take your coffee." Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you're you're beefing. Over a boy, and you got a six foot four serial killer hunting you down. Yeah, I mean, no different. Hey. Than, no different than when uh, Rachel took uh, Jamie Lloyd out trick or treating, and they got lost because she was talking with Brady, and she was more worried about Dick than she was her little yeah. step little stepsister or little orphan Annie, <laughs> whatever her name is, orphan Annie, orphan Annie, <laughs> little orphan Jamie. I mean, she's not. Oh. I don't, bl- you know what? Going towards some of the middle and the ending, I'm like, I don't blame Jamie for doing what she did at the end of the movie. This family don't love me. This family, you know, Rachel didn't want to take me out trick or treating. She's more worried about cock. And then, <laughs> and then going towards the end of the movie, you know, the mom's like, oh, you had a traumatic experience. I'm going to run your bath. Time to put your little ass to sleep. I'm like, damn. 
I just got almost hacked up by my uncle, but yet you <laughs> want me to take a fucking bath and go to bed. I still got to go to school tomorrow. To clean yourself, your home, sweaty, running. Yeah. <laughs> Did you wash your ass today? <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, that's a fair. It's a fair point. Fair point. But, if anybody, you know, if I was going through that and they were like, "Hey, take a bath, go to bed," like you don't, it's fine. You're don't fine. even, don't even get no dinner. Y'all mm. went out partying. I almost got hacked up. Do, do I just get candy corn for dinner? <laughs> like my Halloween candy wasn't my dinner. Just corn. Fine. Zach, you said you were kind of surprised that you like this a little bit more. Um, what was some of the stuff you were worried about going into the movie? You being the non, you know, kind of non-Halloween big horror fan. Like you knew you like the newer stuff, but this is your first time setting sight on the original franchise sequels. What were you most worried about? I mean, I, there was really nothing I was worried about. It was just kind of like, <laughs> how long is this movie, and <laughs> is this going to be entertaining enough? And I mean, it it's the movie's only what an hour and 30, 28 minutes or something like that. So, yeah. Where did yeah, you it, find it at? Do you have the library. library? And the funny thing, and the funny thing is, <laughs> the library, the library has this movie. Yeah. And on the front of the box, it says bloodier, brutal. I was just like, it really isn't. It's really not as so, brutal. So, as so the library nowadays is like a blockbuster, basically. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. I'm kind of intrigued by this conversation now. They I have. Guess. How do they have Halloween four? Do they have it on Blu-ray or DVD? DVD. And they have Blu-ray. They have. Yeah. If you just go get a library card, you can. It's the library, it. dude. Like, yeah, that's. <laughs> it's just. Johnny's like, do it. Do they have a twenty-four? <laughs> Johnny, I yeah. kid you not. I got these from the library. Bullet train. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Holy fuck. So, yeah. Uh, I haven't watched them yet, but yeah. They get they got new releases for free? Yes. You don't have to go buy $25 worth of movies. You can just rent them. Well, how much oh. is, is your library card? I've been going to Redbox. Oh, man. <laughs> how, much, how much was your library card? All it's you have free. to do is sign it's up. Public. It's free. It's yeah. free? Yes. Your taxes pay for it. Oh, my God. Mark this down in the fucking podcast history. I'm mind blown right now that Johnny Zach was Johnny was today years old when he realized what a library was. <laughs> <laughs> Zach just rented... An A really, twenty four like, movie, an A twenty four movie from a fucking library. I really, I can't really tell if you're being serious or you really are like surprised. No, like this. it's Johnny. He's being dead serious. <laughs> I'm just surprised that they have. How big is this library? Outside of the books, it's a library. It's not like it's Which like. What did you go to? Southern it's, Oaks. Well, not Southern Oaks. The Pioneer Library System. So over here, like off of. Um, it's like the Southwest Library, and there's also the more Norman ones. You talking about like the 119th? Yeah. 119th? Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a big library. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, be careful, Johnny. There, there's a lot of words in books. You know, there's other things in there. Now, hold get on lost. How long do you get to keep? How long do you get to keep the movies for? Seven days a week. Seven days? Mm. Yeah. Johnny's like, shit, let me go ahead and trade out that book. <laughs> so, let me get this library card. Hey, seven days? <laughs> Seven, and, knowing, seven days. and knowing you, Johnny, you can just 
and it's unlimited. You can get however many Blu-rays you want. Oh fuck! What are the yeah. late fees for the library? <laughs> yeah, do they have late fees? I can't they believe do. this is like a more entertaining discussion than the actual movie. <laughs> Um, it's like and Bullet, Bullet Train just came out on Tuesday. <laughs> that is, hey, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have Top Gun Maverick by the end of the week. So. I just drank some of my water. So oh, hold on a second. If this is like a secretive thing, it's not it's a not secret secret. thing. It's a library. <laughs> it's a public it's library. Top secret. <laughs> X Files. Why is driven by these buildings? Millions of files. I saw. All I saw was books, though. Why aren't people doing this? Why are people still going? People to do Bob? do it. Look at that. <laughs> people do it, dude. You just you go buy twenty five dollars worth of movies. When, when I was uh, like sixth, seventh grade, I would go to Southern Oaks and get CDs because they have CDs as well, or they used to. And and you would burn it. Yeah. That's how I got like the Southern Oaks the Killers, Library. Queen. That's how I got all the music back in the day. The Southern Oaks Library. While they're not on, they're not on Blu-ray. They pretty much they have the entire Denzel collection. Oh, yeah, entire filmography. Me, you can check online to what they have too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Do yeah, they have? Can, do they have the Preacher's Wife with Whitney Houston? They do. Oh. Johnny's like, hold on a second. Now, I, ha Johnny's I haven't been able to find Angels in the Outfield. Do they have Angels in the Outfield? I'm sure they have angels in the outfield. Yes, oh, I'm gonna look this shit up right now. Actually, Johnny's like, "Can you buy it? Or oh, if you can't, how, you can't, if you no, lose no, it, how much is it to buy?" It? Now, Johnny, you can't you can't permanently keep them, but you can mm. rent them to watch them. You you can continuously rent them, and since your membership is free, oh, you technically God. can own it. Interesting. <laughs> Just can't resell it. I wonder if I even have a library card. I don't think I have a library card. Okay. You don't, you don't even, even know what a library is. is. Of course, you don't have a library card. <laughs> oh, Johnny, they uh -oh. do. They do have angels on the outfield. It has, so, yeah, it's loaned, but they you can get it. It's already fucking loaned. Yes, yeah, it's loaned. Angels in the outfield. <laughs> watch, watch Zach be like. Watch Zach be like. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> You're never gonna get it. You guys can continue. To, I'm just a little. I'm a little flustered right now, honestly. Flabbergasted. Well, everyone knows what you're going to do after this podcast. <laughs> He's going to go up there. He's going to go up there and have a stack of movies this big. Yes. And like, sir, this is also. You know, there uh, are this is only for a week, sir. Yeah, I know. I'll be back with about the same. He's know. like, I'll be back tomorrow night. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch all these movies. What do the cases look like, Zach? Do they look like generic cases? Show it up to the screen right here. Show me Bullet Train again. No, better, better yet, show me that A twenty four movie. I mean, this is basically, it's basically the the Blu ray case, and oh. it has the front and the front and the back. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is that the only copy of Bullet Train they had? No, no, I'm yeah. sure they they have them at different locations. And like, see, there's the disc. So we went from Halloween to library discussions. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. So, I think we lost like half our listeners on this episode, but it's cool. So I think we gained double. <laughs> the you know. What do you guys think of the uh, the booby shot with uh, Brady and uh, Miss Brackett, or not Miss Brackett, but Mrs. Uh, Miss Meek? <laughs> the what shot? 
He said, the booby shot. Well, I mean, it's a Halloween movie, so you can't have boobs without Halloween, so. She had a weird death, though. Didn't she get, like, no, shotgun spear? Is, yeah, is she the one that got, like, the shotgun spear in the stomach? Shotgun spear, yeah. She was hung up, like a decoration. A fine decoration. <laughs> oh my mm. god. Then, then you have the electrician scene where Michael throws the electrician into the box. Oh, his name Bucky. Bucky. And he's that uh, don't try that Halloween shit with me. <laughs> don't try that Halloween shit with me. Now, I'm Johnny, you want to know cops. something? You, you stay know right here. That... <laughs> so at the Pioneer Library, they have these things called movie boxes, and you can get like brand, brand new movies. So I'm just going to list off these titles just to make Johnny sweat a little bit. They have Bodies, 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 Bullet Train, DC Super Pets, Elvis, Fall, The Invitation, Jurassic World, Lightyear, Minions, The Rise of Gru, Nope, which just came out on Blu-ray, Pause of, Pause of Fury, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Where the Crawdads Sing. Those okay. are all movies of this year, in the so, last couple months. I haven't even bought in Thor, Love and Thunder yet. The last movie I bought was Elvis two months ago. The Southern Movie Podcast will be at your public library yes. from two to four. You think they'll sponsor us? Maybe. No. New sponsor. What do they get a sponsor? A free library? <laughs> we'll get a free library card. I thought you said they were free already. Yes, but they no. are free. If they'll sponsor us, and I'm That's like, joke. they'll sponsor us a free library membership. Yeah, maybe we can have an episode in the library. Mm, or we got to be quiet guys, in the library. Guys, I guys, I kid you not. I'm going to get a text message somewhere sometime tomorrow say, "Do I have to sign the paper to get a library card?" Like sometime during the day tomorrow. <laughs> or is what, like, can, can I sign up on can I sign up online? Should be able to. Probably. Is there an app for the Probably, library? I would think. Dude, it's been so I I had dial up the last time yeah. I checked the library website. So Zach, you said they have a da- an app for the library? I just put I'm in my sure app store do, the yeah. library. You can't your library system app. Do I just um, put in the library? <laughs> uh, this has been a great episode, guys. <laughs> what time do they close? Do you think I'll have time tonight to go? <laughs> no, I think they close at six, I think. Oh, so. fuck. <laughs> And they open at nine o'clock in the morning, Johnny. So you'll be hmm. good to go. Yep. Is there an app, Ed? Yeah, Pioneer. Li- yeah. Yeah, Pioneer Library. That's the one where you can get all the brand brand new movies. Yeah. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Metropolitan Library System. You can find, discover, attend, explore. My account, location, and hours. Let's see. You know, there's a library. A- there's oh. a library down the road from me, but it looks sketchy. It has oh, a by 1. the way, star rating. By the way, all those titles that I mentioned to you, Johnny, those are all on Blu-ray, so wow. you are good to go. Now, people check them out real quick, but I mean, wait. So the one on 119th is called the Pioneer Library System. Yeah, this is just mind-boggling to me. I think the library took over Halloween Four. I don't think we want um, to talk about Halloween Four. <laughs> Nick, what do, what, do, what do you think about the drunk that picks up uh, Loomis, the one who starts singing to him? Oh, <laughs> the preacher. Uh, Start singing. Herman about that shit. Uh, 
Are you looking for the damnation too? Is that your hunting, aren't you? He has a crazy ask, look on his eye. Ask, hey. ask Pee Wee Herman about him. <laughs> his eye sneezes. Probably, <laughs> probably one of the scenes that really turned me off about this movie, though, is the scene where Rachel, Jamie, and Michael are up on the roof. Oh, you don't, you don't like that scene? I don't like that scene. I thought it was... I didn't find anything wrong with it. Especially when they're trying to get out of that house. And they end up on the roof. I don't know. Like it's the only way out. Uh, like hang the lights up while you're up there. Yeah. We'll go they forward. were hanging the child. <laughs> What'd you guys think about how Michael Michael got his uh his damnation ending in this one? He got kind of got just like you he know falls in the well. He falls in the well, but he he's riding. He's he's not riding shotgun with the rednecks, but he's riding somewhere on the truck with the rednecks. You know, and he pops up and starts. He kills a few of them. The truck crashes, and you know the well, he sh- rips that dude's head off. Yeah, mm. and the the state police and some of the rednecks shoot him down, and he goes on a floating. What do you guys think of the uh, shootout ending? I was just like, damn, this dude took all these bullets, and he's still out looking for Lori. Yeah, evil <laughs> dies tonight. Twenty years later, forty years later, five, fifteen people whoop your ass. You get up and <laughs> whoop your ass. <laughs> Like literally, this man been through everything. Yeah. Just send him to war. We, we would have been done twenty years ago. And Michael you know, you, just you should, write a, you should write a screenplay and send that in. Michael Myers <laughs> goes to Baghdad. <laughs> America, <laughs> Halloween. You paint the mask with white and blue. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. Instead of instead, it'd be like Michael Myers. Instead of the night he came home, it's the night he went to war. No, and then like Guillermo del Toro, fucking directing it or something. Oh god, (laughs) I must become like another Ernest boy. Michael Michael was a cap. Michael goes to jail. We already did. Jail. See, that's what they could have done after season of the witch. Just make make Michael go to different places in the world. Michael (laughs) goes to squad. Michael Myers. And instead of people have always people have always wanted Michael Myers versus Jason. I can't believe I'm about to say this. You know, fucking. But what if Michael Myers versus Putin? Send him to Russia. You know. (laughs) Michael if can he, just fuck some people up over there. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> and the movie, the movie starts with Michael in the back of a vehicle. He's tied up. <laughs> they just push him, push him off. <laughs> this derailed. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was dreading this episode, but it was it's been actually really fun <laughs> between libraries and <laughs> sending Michael to Russia. I mean they yeah, sent Jason to space. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> Jason to space is not the same <laughs> as Michael to Russia. <laughs> I don't think Jason had a choice. <laughs> well, Michael, Michael's not gonna neither. <laughs> Yeah, I think Mike, Michael uh, could Michael could save all of our political problems, and then at and then at the gas tank when it's a dollar a gallon, we'll have a sticker that says Michael did this. <laughs> oh. 
Michael's have, president. He'll have a little. He'll have a little nightmare. <laughs> Michael for president. Oh his his slogan could be his slogan could be die Slashing. vote or die. <laughs> vote against slash man. Slashing prices at the at the gas pump. <laughs> <laughs> Voter poke. He'll poke you. <laughs> so I don't know. You, there's just a lot of stuff you can do with Michael, and you know, unfortunately, Halloween four. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was the return of Michael. So we can end up just putting him somewhere else that we might need him. Put him in a Top Gun movie. Yeah, it's gonna be laughing about. This. It's, it's gonna be laughing about this for the next three days. As you sound like a big old choo-choo train. Yeah. Oh, he, pulls 13, he pulls thirteen G's. You see the masks just shaking. He's just chilling. You can't tell if he's asleep or. <sighs> okay. Right. But, uh. And then you get the ending with Jamie killing. Or not, she didn't kill her stepmother, but she stabbed her stepmother. I just, I kind of thought that came out of left field, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like, I, I agree with you uh, on that, Zach. Like, uh, <gasps> like, yeah, Johnny kind of made a fair point that she was kind of treated like trash and, uh, you know, is an orphan and was just kind of second wheel to everything. But it's yeah. like, damn, you just going to straight up knife somebody to death? And... <laughs> straight up? Well, cause isn't, I mean, that's exactly what uh, Michael looked like in um, the first film. Rob Zombie. <sighs> yeah. Halloween. Like, well, they're, I think they're trying to imitate like him after he killed his sister, basically from the first film it's just i don't really like it if if the if they're just trying to say that evil went from him to jamie boy he put an evil in everybody (laughs) (laughs) um so okay so i haven't seen five or six what happens to little devil jamie at the in 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 number five she's a mute Mm. and she doesn't she chooses not to talk and she's in a, a sand asylum as a mute. Um, and then she <clears> ends <throat> up, you know, they end up capturing Michael. They put him in jail. He breaks out. Jamie lives and continues. Then she starts talking at the end. She survives. She's crying. She, no, he gets out of jail. And then in Halloween 6, the first, <laughs> and then Halloween 6, the first five minutes, she dies. Mm. Oh, good. We've done five and six. We don't have oh, to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get out of jail free card. Uh, <laughs> Zach, you know what, Zach? You might be right. Next year, we might just talk Halloween H two O. So I've heard that was that one's probably one of the better ones. So that was your thirty second roundup. With the <laughs> there you <podcast>. go. <laughs> yeah. That's what we can do. If there's much. really bad sequels, just do a thirty second Summarize. roundup. Yeah. Thirty second roundup. There you go. There's a new segment. Thirty second roundup. And then our nowhere bus runs comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, oh is that resurrection? Skip, skipping too much in the future? That's the eighth. Uh, <laughs> oh, sick! You ain't playing Michael Myers. I am. It's... Fucking what? Resurrection. Thirty hey. second roundup. Sounds like a porno. Mm. <laughs> is that in the library also? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, Johnny. Go, go check it out for us. You should be like, hey, y'all got a movie called Thirty Second? Hold on. <laughs> I actually have to see if there's any movie called 30 Second Round. Oh my god. 
But uh, no, I th- you know I think that's a good idea, Zach. And, uh, <clears throat> that's what happens to Jamie in four and five and six. So unfortunately, she's the throwaway character in six. Um, but Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers. I am surprised, like you said, Johnny, just because of how popular the character Jamie is. <clears throat> I'm really surprised that they didn't bring her into this new trilogy, to be honest. Because that's like, out of all the other Halloween films, she's the one that's kind of... you talking about the actress, rest. Danielle Harris? <clears throat> yeah. Whether she plays... Danielle Harris, whether she yeah. plays Jamie or another character. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, she's, she's, a, she's a good actress. But uh, to cut on... Uh, some conversation we're going to give our favorite kill and our favorite scene um so ed we'll start with you what was your favorite scene and your favorite kill thumb through the forehead oh and the and the ambulance yeah that was that was simple just raw as hell um favorite scene No, this is probably going to piss you off, but up on the rooftop, you know. Goes click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> Down yeah. to the chimney. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite kill would probably be Brady's death. And then, honestly, my favorite scene. Uh, would probably have to be... Um, I did like the I did honestly like the ending shot of Jamie standing with the scissors. Um, I, I I I think that would be the favorite scene because you get Loomis, you know, down there screaming. No. <laughs> so who that, did that she was... kill? Did she kill the stepmom? Or she the... didn't kill. She just stabbed. Oh. Um. They they, they mentioned that yeah should have killed. They mentioned that in five though that she didn't kill. She just stabbed her really bad. So that would probably be my scene. Um. Nick, what about you? Favorite kill? Favorite scene? Favorite kill. I like the, the the dumb kill, um, or maybe you just said that, that surprise kill whenever Michael's already killing off everyone, uh, of the boys in the back of the truck, and then the driver's just like, oh, he looks aside, smiles at uh, at Jamie, he's like, everything's gonna be all right, kind of smile, and then out of nowhere, Michael just, just kills his ass. It was a nice kill scene. Um, favorite, um, I think even though it's just a nightmare sequence, I. I enjoyed the opening. Yeah. You first see Michael. Craig, favorite kill, favorite scene? <clears throat> uh, favorite kill, um, it's either going to be the shotgun pinup or just the dude, him ripping off that dude's freaking head. Uh, and the favorite scene is going to be the, the truck scene when he rips that dude's head off. So, Zach, favorite kill, favorite scene? Uh, favorite kill is probably the shotgun spear to, up to, on the wall, and then probably probably my favorite scene, just because I had no idea that Evil Dies Tonight was in this movie. <laughs> that just the whole concept of that being in there was just it's just kind of hysterical to me. So, COVID, consent time. Uh-huh. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Um, Ed, we'll start with you. Star rating. Um, six. Six. Craig. 
I'm agreeing, man. Six. Uh, Nick. Just one uh, nine. one nine. ten. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just just because it's guilty pleasure, I, mean, I would go with eight. The return of Michael Myers. Uh, Zach, you're gonna finish us off. My number, my star rating is going to be a five. Um, I, I really used to enjoy this movie a lot, but for some reason this time around, I don't know if it was just because maybe I was fresh off of Halloween one and two, and then I watched four, um, and those are to me a little bit better films. But um, I just had a small issue, so just some small issues with uh, it's only an hour and twenty eight minutes, but it did feel a little bit longer to me. Um, for some reason, the the you know, the the gathering of get everybody getting in the house for me it just kind of dragged a little bit. And then I didn't like some side characters, just nitpicking. But honestly, uh, I don't think, you know, some of these newer Halloween movies coming out, it just didn't probably live up, you know, um, through the uh, rewatchability. So it kind of just kind of stumbled for me a little bit. But I'm going to give it a five. So Ed, Craig, you gave it a six. Yep. Yep. Nick, you gave it an eight. Zach, finish us off. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to stick with uh, Ed and Craig. Give it a six. It would have been an eight if he would had gone to Russia and killed Putin, to be honest. <laughs> but overall, I mean, is it the worst <sighs> thing? No. Is it the best thing? No. It's just one of those like weird films that it exists and... You know, if you're a Halloween Halloween fan, then you know you might get some enjoyment out of it. What's the, what's what's the, the movie with all the male badasses? What's like you know, like Chuck Norris? And... Oh, The Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, oh, Mike. <laughs> the Expendables four. Expendables of the horror villains. Fucking <laughs> all of them. But no, those those are our star ratings for Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Um, Zach, I don't know. I don't think we'll talk five and six. I'm not sure. We might throw them in as a bonus episode next year. I'm not sure. Um, but I think Ed, it'll be this. fun. <laughs> Ed, you got this? For the bonus <laughs> we already talked about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, next week, you know, starts November. So this is the end of spooky season for us. Um, but now it's time to get into the email bag. Oh. 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 And you guys. Here. And you guys can uh, send us some email at C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. Send us in your star rating of Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, and uh, we'll, we'll read them aloud next week on the episode. Uh, Justin says, my top five Angelina Jolie movies in this order. Number five, Tomb Raider 2. Number four, Original Sin. Number three, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Uh, number two, the original Tomb Raider, and number one is Wanted. Mm. Uh, Henry says the Bone Collector was a good first time watch; <clears throat> was very intriguing throughout. I'd give it an eight. Uh, Steven says Halloween Four gets too much flack for me, but I think it's a good continuation of the original story. Can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts. To me, it's a seven. Um, Chastity says Halloween ends is terrible Nobody cared about Corey's story 
That was a waste of an ending of a trilogy. Three stars. Unwatchable. Oh, good. I'm not the only one who forgot what, who Corey was. Uh, Gabriel says, my top five um, Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Number five, Halloween H2O. Number four, Knives Out. Number three, True Lies. Number two, Halloween Kills. Number one, Halloween. Um... No, oh, I got some flack for the number 23, Nick. This is funny. Uh, Reese says, I love number 23. It's not as bad as Juan made it seem out to be. A little too harsh, if you ask me, but I bet if it was produced by A24. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet if it was produced by A24, he'd give it a higher number. I mean, it's probably true. Well, if it was produced by A24, at least it would have gotten a... Uh. <laughs> So, true story. It would have been on your shelf right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron says, Halloween <clears throat> Ends was an absolute ass of a film. Four stars. Damn. Sarah97 says, really enjoyed The Bone Collector. Eight stars. Uh, Lawrence says, Halloween Kills was kind of a letdown, but I enjoyed his passion for the trilogy. At least he didn't give us the same old story or Michael going after family members. Halloween ends gets a six. Uh, Sam G69 says, I love the duo of Angelina Jolie. First time watch for the Bone Collector, seven stars. Uh, and we'll finish off with Omar. Omar says, Bone Collector was just an average movie to me. Nothing special, six stars. Omar Ebbs. I'm not sure who no, he I'm is. Just, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I wonder how many library emails we're going to get next week. Oh my god, <laughs> pretty funny. Um, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fun email back. Send us some more. Uh, let us know how many people out there really go to the library. Send, send, send us some. Uh, send us some questions. Like, if you really go to the library and check out some movies or books or whatever they have, they probably got magazines too. I'd imagine. Um. So yeah, send us uh, send us some emails about that. I can't uh, believe can also... I can't believe this was a real conversation. Like we we spent fifteen minutes trying to convince Johnny. Yes, this is a real thing. You can go get movies at the library. <laughs> well, I knew there was a library, but I didn't know you could get movies at the library. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, like anytime you said, "Oh, I got at the library," I thought it was a fucking joke. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> no, it was legs. a real thing. So yeah, no, it was um, a real thing. But hit us up on on the Facebook. Email us. C I N E M E N 921 at gmail.com. Um, I'm honestly going to be giving a digital copy away uh, this week. So be on the lookout on the Facebook, on the Instagram, and the Twitter. Uh, they're all right here Facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast, Instagram slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast, and then the Twitter is at Cinnamon405. Um, but next week, guys. Starts Denzel month. We're talking three Denzel movies in the month of November. And then we are also getting ready for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie, which we'll be recording that episode uh, Monday, November the 14th. But next week, this is what we're talking about. Magnificent Seven, tremendous cast, Denzel in a Western movie. It should be fun. I haven't seen it since 2017, um, the year after. It came out in theaters, so I am going to be uh, almost almost like a first or second time watch. I think this will be my third, honestly, uh, time watching the movie. So next Monday, November 7th, 
for Magnificent Seven. Um, yeah. See what it did there. Uh, but that's episode 218. And then Monday, November the 14th, we're talking Black Panther 2. November 21st, we're talking The Hurricane. And then November 28th, we're talking Man on Fire. So three, three Denzel films and uh, leading all up to our big Denzel episode in December. Um, but other than that, guys, is anything else that anybody wants to add to uh, Halloween? No? No. Until then, next week, uh, is this going to be a first-time watch for everybody for Magnificent Seven? No. No? I saw it in theaters. Me too. Oh, yeah. we saw. We saw I, did, Craig, didn't we go to with your uh, your dad, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went and saw it in theaters as well. Yeah, that was, that was a fun movie to see in the theater. So, Ed, did you see it in the theater? Negative. God damn it. Nick, Aww. always a pleasure. If you want to uh, come talk uh, some Denzel movies with us in the month of November, be feel free. We'll be here. Um, but Nick, until Wednesday, he's Nick's Friday. waiting. For, Nick's waiting for Avatar two or Avatar two conversation. <laughs> Avatar two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre this Wednesday coming up, November second on Friday the fourteenth. But we'll see everybody next Monday for the Magnificent Seven right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. And this Friday, number twenty three is not that bad, boy. Oh yeah, Craig, this Friday. <laughs> Yeah, Emerson uh, Wild Productions hit over a hundred thousand subscriptions. Uh, Nick, I'm sure we'll see you there. Friday. Why oh, just put me on the spot, man? <laughs> Friday, nine p.m. If if Nick won't be there, me and Craig will be there. If, you know, hopefully we'll all be there together. Um, but yeah, this Friday, nine p.m. Uh, November. Nick, the- Nick is going like uh. Yeah. Fifth, uh, November the fourth. <laughs> yeah, November the fourth. I'll check no, my schedule. It's, it's Friday, November the fourth. The fourth. Yeah, it is the fourth. Yeah. So fifth is on Saturday. Cinnamon Movie Podcast, Magnificent Seven, Denzel Month is coming for you right here on the podcast.